Hello, my name is Rick. Ciao, my name is Millie. And this is episode 17. Diciassette. Season 2. Due. Of. Yonks ago. This is Yonks ago coming into your ears. Now, what are Yonks? They're kind of like years. Just a father and a daughter who want to know all about some people from Yonks ago. Interesting people who did interesting stuff, but about whom we don't know enough. So we're gonna dig deep and find it all out. Yonky doodlers know what we're all about. Yonks ago. Hey, ho. Are we though? How do you know we're halfway there? You I mean, spe- we you're supposed be... no. You're supposed to go with the song. Oh. I pointed at you, and you did the O, and then yeah. But then I got confused. I was like, halfway to where? To the end of the season? That's a big call. I have a feeling. <laughs> I have an inkling. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You've called it, so you're no, reckon, you reckon. I'm mad at you now. Oh no! <laughs> I yes, ended you as much as I could within within my you know, living my own truth. No, you totally backtracked oh. and said the exact opposite of what I said. But are you trying to say that this is halfway through season two? Yes. Based on just a gut feeling? Yeah. Well, look, this has all started off on a very awkward foot. There's real <laughs> tension in the kitchen. Um, and it could be that we're recording on a very strange uh, – it's a very strange time Yolo. to record. It's a, it's a Monday? Yeah, what? Monday Lune evening. D. It's after dinner? Yeah. Normally we record on a Tuesday afternoon. You've just got back from school. You're full of pluck and, and vim and vigor. <laughs> yeah. But today, I mean, you've been at roller derby. Yeah, because I'm cool. Yeah, you've had dinner. We're both full of pasta and lentils. Is it going to work out? I mean, we'll find out. Yes. Uh, but what we can agree on is that, oh, we're halfway there. Yeah, I mean, it, you did it wrong. Um, oh, isn't it? Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living out a prayer. Any, so you did the two O's if, in the wrong. If anyone bed. should know their Bon Jovi, it's me. I don't. So this is again. I'm saying maybe Monday, Monday evening after. I don't dinner. know. I think you're off. Up. <laughs> you nearly <laughs> fell off your chair again. I was just trying to move my arm. <laughs> yeah. um, but look, we're gonna we're gonna do our best. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just YOLO, you know. I'm gonna have to study the life of Bon Jovi at some point to make <laughs> up for uh, stuffing up <laughs> the seminal classic "Living on a Prayer" by Bon Jovi. Yeah. Um, and I've got a lot of lessons to Disappointing. learn. Disappointing. But we're gonna soldier. We're gonna push through. Yeah. We can find also, a way. Oh, oh, oh! Can I say? That Egyptians yes. speak Arabic, so. Oh, you did your research. Yeah. Just dropping your knowledge bombs yeah, on me. Yeah, they speak Arabic. Yeah. And they have like, they're like. Do they have their own dialect? They have, yeah. They're like symbols and things. Sweet. Anyway, so. Uh, um, so I'm smart look, is all I'm saying. I, and I put my, I put all my eggs in the wrong basket. Yeah. I doubled down on, on um, you know, them being able to speak Egyptian. It's not a thing, Rick. It's no. not a thing. Note to self. Do your research. Nah. I did the research. Yeah, I'll just make horrible, horrible blunders and then you'll do the research because then you swoop in and it's like, you're a real smarty pants. Yeah, only sometimes though. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to overdo it. No. You don't want to get uh, like people going. Got to have a balance. You don't want to be like known as the pedantic fact checker unless that's your brand and then you can make it work. It's like only sometimes. Yeah. It is my brand and then sometimes I'm really dumb. Oh, yeah, so mix it up. No one knows what they're going to get. Yeah, exactly. Mate, you're an eclectic mix of facts and fiction. So they'll say something. 
either I'll be like, um, that's wrong. It's actually this. Or I'll be like, what is that? Yeah. You play dumb and then you go and do your research. And yeah. then next time, pew, yeah. fact bombs. Yeah, literally. Um, but look, um, speaking of bombs, it's wartime. It's <gasps> World War Two time. Did you hear that? It has officially <laughs> begun. Yeah. World War Two has been announced. They um they sent out the invitations. Yeah. They said we're having a war. And you're Nancy, all invited. And Nancy was like, "All right, what do you want me to do?" And yeah. they were like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do the do the simple um you know the behind the scenes yeah sort of lame stuff <laughs> and that you're not even like, interested in. Well, yeet out of here then. Uh, she's like, it. England, you had your chance, you blew it. I'm yeah. going to go to France. I reckon I can be more used there if I'm needed. But at least if nothing's going on at my end, I'll be with Henri. Yeah. Henri's like, yeah, get back here. I've bumped up the wedding. <laughs> I was like, you know how we were sort of planning to get married at some stage? Well, it's wartime, baby. And that means wedding is go. Yeah. Um, so he has, he's been moving the logistics around, oh, yeah. rebooking the church. Do you know how Henri is? Sending out new invitations, yeah. saying forget the old invitation. Do you reckon is... our mum's going to come? Uh, Nancy Wake's mum, not a chance. What about good old Stan? Stan, uh, he'll be secretly there. Okay. Um, In the background? Yeah. he would have. Okay. Yeah. Poor old Hazel. he would have been secretly following Nancy's life yeah. via uh, international newspapers. Oh, for sure. Because they make it into the social pages. Yeah. Because they're pretty fancy. And she's a journalist, so he can... Yeah. Read her stories. Read the stories. I reckon he's got good old Stan mm. has a scrapbook. Oh, where for he's got sure. all the international news clippings that yeah. Nancy has written. Do you reckon Chucky Wake will like unchucky wake it and come to the wedding? There's always a chance. Mm. He's not invited. Oh no, but like just for YOLO. If he was gonna choose any time to unchucky wake it, it would definitely be in the middle of her wedding. Yeah. For when someone says, Does anyone object to this mm. wedding? And Chucky Wake just bursts in <laughs> and says, She's I don't give permit I'm her yeah. father. That's dumb how you can object to the wedding though. I think that's dumb. Adds for adds the drama. Uh, it does add the drama though. Yeah. Yeah. Makes for good dares. Mm. I dare you to object. Does that wedding. just mean like the wedding can't go on? Like I've never known what the like. Do they just does does if someone objects, what happens? I don't. Do they go like, why do you object? Yeah, like, it's, it's a dumb reason. They're like, nah. Yeah. Does it open up like a debate? Mm. Uh, like, and then so the wedding is on pause while we yeah. debate the issue, or and is someone the ultimate? Is the priest or the celebrant? Are they the ultimate decision maker oh. about whether the wedding can continue? Probably. So you'd want to get like someone who's like on your side, close to you. Yeah, yeah. Just get like your friend to like. Get what is it ordained? Yeah, and then happens easy. all the time. Yeah, like on the internet. Yeah, but maybe part of being, you know, on an online celebrant, you feel you feel like you've got to make an honest and true decision. Yeah, but like even though we're friends, I can't I can't be swayed by our friendship. If there's an objection oh, in this oh, wedding, Jesus, I am bound by celebrant law. I think you should get ordained, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in it for the objections. Yeah. The whole reason I got into the wedding came up yeah. was so that I could weigh in yeah. and make sensible and and um, fair decisions about the objections. Oh yeah. And if Chucky Wake comes bursting <laughs> in and he tries to present a case, I'm pretty sure any sensible celebrant would say. Go Chucky Wake yourself again, my yeah, friend. This is Nancy Bloody Wake. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> look, I'd like to find out what the process is. Yeah. But I'm not going to, but maybe you will. Maybe. Uh, no promises. Uh, I think someone's going to come back next <laughs> yeah. episode with a little bit of knowledge bombs. Yeah, but I, I'm not going to promise. No, no, we, we never promise. No, that's what and I'm that's saying. That's a promise. Yeah. You'll get no promises from it, yeah. us. 100% no, guarantee. No, no. 
Because sometimes I do promise. Wow. Yeah. I, but but you never know because I'm not going to promise to promise. Yeah. You I'm are unpredictable. Yeah. That's legit. your brand. Yeah. But you're not so unpredictable that people say she's but, unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be too predictable. That's like a double double bluff. Yeah. And I ain't about that. I'm about like you never know what bluff you're going to get. Sort of predictable. Sort of unpredictable. Yeah. You can't pigeonhole her. So you know how everyone does um, scissors first and rock, paper, scissors, paper, scissors, rock, whatever you want to call it? Everyone does scissors. Yep. Yeah, so well, you always go. I go. I go rock. Sometimes paper. If I'm feeling spicy and I want to risk it. You just don't know. Sometimes you'll because sometimes I know that they know mm. that scissors is the most common. So then they'll go rock. So it, then I'll be like stuck to go paper. It's one of the ultimate mind games. Oh yeah. When you're when you're going against people in scissors paper rock rock paper scissors. Sometimes if I want the game to go on longer, mm. then I'll do scissors. So it's a draw. Yeah, yeah. But it's the ultimate mind game when you're playing against people that you know well. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, what will you do? What will you normally should we, do? Should we do one right but now? What will you do knowing what I know? Okay. And now I'm, but now we've got another spicy angle because you just told me it's part of your game plan, but that could be to throw me. Um, and so uh, let's find out. I reckon ready? you're definitely going to win this because so you, you're inside my it's, head it's, right it's now. It's rock, paper, and on scissors you go. Okay, ready? Okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Got you. Oh no! I got you. I wanted to do like a double bluff. I am undefeated uh, in the kitchen. Monday yeah. nights are the best time. Oh, it's so dumb. <laughs> you, this is going to weigh on your conscience. Yeah, it really is. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's really annoying. I never lose. Uh, oh, is this has this ruined the podcast? <laughs> no, it's do, fine. Do no, 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 it's chilling. Let's learn about. It. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Monday evening is a real chatty time <laughs> where we do not talk about Nancy Wake. No, we did mention that it's wartime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and the, there's we, a wedding. We gave a we gave a backstory. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And so the wedding of Henri. And Nancy. Nancy? That's not how you say it. I split the difference between Nancy and Nancy. Nancy. It's too close to Nazi. Yeah. Oh. And I Um, And so Nancy and Henri. Nancy. The wedding took place on the 30th of November, 1939. Uh, So it's all happening real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And it went off a treat. I thought you said it went off a tree. And I'm like, yeah, they, just they had a off. wedding up a tree <laughs> and uh, at the end they all jumped out. And that's how you get married in France. Yeah. Um, now, Nancy. Yeah. Um, her wedding dress. Yeah. Just, for, just in case you're wondering. Oh, I am wondering. For the wedding of the century. Yeah. <laughs> you, you never – I reckon Nancy Way, because it's got a lot of similarity with you, because you, yeah. you never know what Nancy Way's going to yeah. do. Her wedding dress was pure black silk. Yeah. Pure black silk she's gone down and got married in. She says it was the most beautiful dress that you could imagine. Embroidered pink orchards in it. Um, and So black so, and pink? Yeah, a little black and bad. pink. Uh, the black silk with the pink underneath, the lining, the, like she was just going. She was like, I look "This amazing. is my dream dress." But in dress. terms of in terms of wedding, I don't know what the what the traditions of the time were, but I'd, no. I'd be saying that's that's not your normal wedding dress. No. Well done, Nancy Wake. I'll tell you what my wedding dress would be. What? So I'd so I'd have just a dress, right? Yeah. Just a, just a normal dress. Just a, right. Yes. And then okay, but so so but then yeah. After after the ceremony. There's going to be a reveal. Yeah, yeah. I rip off the skirt yeah. and I'm wearing a jumpsuit. <laughs> and then, yeah. then I have like strap-on skates, roller skates, yeah. and they strap onto my shoes. That sounds fancy. Right? Because I'm wearing sneakers. I know about that heel life because I can't walk. So you're in sneakers, right? sneakers and then in a jumpsuit. I strap on some like wheels. Strap on wheels. And then I skate out of there. And you never see me again. <laughs> yeah. Whoever you're married also doesn't see you no. again. That's it. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I'll check you again. <laughs> yeah, you check you again. You should 
when they say, does anyone object? <laughs> I'll be like, you me? Be, you, you rip it off. Rip, rip off. Rip Feel the jumpsuit. <laughs> whack on the wheels and just skate out with it, never actually saying what your objection is. No. <laughs> just just skate like, away. Sucked in. <laughs> Wedding of the century. Literally though. Would would go. Yeah. Would subscribe. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you, you probably, probably won't be invited. You probably would. Oh, yeah. You, are you going to Chucky Wake <laughs> I would have Chucky Wake Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too yeah, many wait. times by then. Makes sense. <laughs> um, for sure. But this wedding went off without a hitch. No objections. Yeah. Everyone's having a great time. Now, if there was one downside yeah. to the wedding reception what for was Nancy, because uh, she was loving everything, the food was delicious. Did Michelin drink all the drinks? <laughs> oh, no. But uh, at the wedding, Uh-oh. initially – the downside was at the wedding was the presence of in the 100 guests, all hand-picked, Her wonderful mom. people, was not the mum, but no. Henri's mum. Dad. Oh, Henri's mum's dead, so <laughs> yeah. she might have been there dad in sister. spirit. Dad and sister. The dad and the sister were there, Ew. naturally, their yeah. family. Yeah. But they, um, you know, even this far down Did the track. Because they've been together for years and years and years oh, now, but yeah, I think yeah. they'd been keeping their distance. Yeah. Um, and even now they were making it clear, not happy to be at the wedding, no. not happy about this whole situation, only there because it would be improper for them yeah. not to come. But what a... What an horrendous turn of events for their family. Yeah. She's, the, wearing she's wearing a black, black silk. dress. What, is this a funeral? <laughs> Bloody Australians. <laughs> um, so they just looked, uh, you know, they looked down their nose at her and they yeah. were just having a horrible time. Uh, but wouldn't you know it, by the end of the evening, even they seem to have loosened up a they bit. They were having a blast. And were cracking the odd smile. There you go. Now, Nancy... Would have loved to have thought that this was because they had been carried away by the love and euphoria of the evening uh, or by the love that she and Henri so clearly felt for each other, but she knew better. This was (gasps) not why their mood had improved. Why? It was because Nancy had spiked the punch. (laughs) Classic Nancy. I love how you say, but she knew better because Because she she had spiked the punch. So uh, the dad and sister turned up and they're like, no, we don't drink, sorry. We'll stick to the non-alcoholic punch uh, because we are not going to have any fun at your wedding. And so Nancy's gone, oh, well, I'll fix your punch right up. And she just spiked it up the wazoo. And all of a sudden, Henri's dad and sister are like, uh, This ain't bad this, at all. I don't know what it is about this wedding, but <laughs> I'm starting to feel pretty good about it. Um, and so, as the night wears on, they're starting to, they're dancing. Oh, yeah. They're up on the dance floor, tearing it up, dancing like there's no tomorrow with everyone else, and they're singing, carrying on. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing uh, was just fantastic. So, Nancy, really. Nancy gives herself a high five. Yep. She has. A cup on the back. She has sneaked. And lied her way to a happy wedding reception. Another after victory, all. yeah. Um, you know, in many ways, horrible thing to do. No, nah. but it's her wedding. She gets a free pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. It's her wedding. Yeah, her, uh, her sister died before, so yeah, yeah. Hey, I got, mean, give her a break. Yeah, she gets a get out of jail free card this yeah, one time. Normally, yeah. I would say, Nancy, don't be spiking the drinks of people who don't want to have yeah. a drink, Nancy. Um, but look, on this <laughs> very one special occasion in the thirties in Europe, I'm going to allow it. Yeah. I'll uh, allow it. Only because it's Nancy Wake. Oh, Nancy yeah. bloody Wake can N- do it. Nancy Wake. Anyone else, any Yonky doodlers out there try to give this a crack and I will not allow it. No. We will give that a hard No, pass. we will stop making this podcast just so you can't listen to us. You will be cancelled. Yeah. Uh, but Nancy Wake renewed for another season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what, what a cracker. Oh, just legend. Um, and so 
the reception is going off without a hitch. But, of course, what's happening about the war? The war <gasps> oh, has yeah, started. Forgot, I forgot about the war, didn't so I? They're, they're still managing to have a great was, old time. I was having a bloody good time. Yeah. So the war, yes, it's raging on. The war, yes. <laughs> but it's raging on elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't need to worry about it yet. Because uh, at, at this stage, there's no real impact on France. No. France and Germany are sort of next to each other but going, you know, I'm sure we're going to have to fight at some stage, yeah. but for the moments... Let's just, just, let's just chill. you know, you fight over there and we'll just get ready for if you ever want to fight us. Yeah. But, um, but you don't have to fight us if you don't want. No. Count us out. Yeah. Um, and France is like, I mean, as far as wars go, this isn't, this isn't so bad. This isn't that bad. We've been in worse wars. Oh, yeah. Is what France is sort of thinking <laughs> to themselves. Um, yeah, because the Germans and the French had yet to really get to grips and it frankly didn't seem likely that um, – that they were that there was any chance that the Germans were going to overrun France anytime yep. soon, because their country, as the guests at the reception were talking, because of course at the reception the drinks are flowing and the the, the talk of war comes yeah. up as it has. It's the main topic of conversation. Oh, well, surely. No matter how much dancing you're doing, every now and then you're going to go war, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're all re- reassuring themselves that their country will be absolutely fine because of their highly prized. Sorry if I'm. Um, pronouncing this wrong, I'm sure you'll do a fact check. The Maginot line. Um, oh, Maginot? The Maginot <laughs> line would protect them. Well, now, the famous Maginot, last words. Now, I right? did do some research. Oh! Because I wanted to know what the Maginot line was. Yeah. It was. Um, you should have researched how to say it then. During the 30s, the French. I should have done. I, my, research, okay. my research credits <laughs> only go so far. Um, so the Maginot Line, during the, thir- during the 30s, as it was becoming clear that Germany was becoming a little bit big for their britches, yeah. France fortified the border okay. along France with lots of concrete walls and um, like buildings and places. What, the, what they figured was a fairly <laughs> impenetrable sort of thing. If not impenetrable, it would slow them right down yeah. and just get them stuck on the border for a long, long time. So it went, you know, there was like levels and levels of yeah. this concrete, random concrete structures <laughs> and places for soldiers to hide. Yeah. And, um, and not bad. Very, a very defensible, defendable, not defensible? Defendable. Defendable. Very defendable position, the Maginot Line. Yeah. And it was named after the Minister of War in France at the time who – who greenlit the project, uh, Monsieur André Maginot. <gasps> Another André? Yeah. <laughs> this is, a, I think, a male André. Yeah. The other is more of an André. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so the Minister for War, uh, Monsieur Maginot, got all the concrete built. Oh, yeah. They're, all the French people are going like, if the Germans want to come through this border. They have to get through the concrete first. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. So the French are like, the war's happening. There's no way Germany's going to no. want to go through here. And if they do, they're stuffed. Yeah. Vive la France. <laughs> Vive la France. And then they just start saying Vive la France all night yeah. and they drink more of the non-alcoholic punch. Yep. And they go, this punch is awesome. <laughs> uh, and that's how they go. So they're feeling pretty pretty happy yeah. despite the fact that war is raging all through Europe. Yeah, the war. And um, look, if you, if you owned a concrete business at the time, geez, you made out like oh. a bandit. You'd be chilling. I reckon it's one of those things where Monsieur Maginot yeah. probably had like a brother or a brother-in-law who was like a concreter. Oh, for sure. And that guy, got, he got all the business of building the Maginot line. Yeah. And years later, it would be like corruption uncovered. <laughs> Nancy Wake would probably do a story if oh, she was yeah. still a journalist. Maginot fraud <laughs> gave his... Gave his brother-in-law all the business. Uh, but at the moment, they're just celebrating. No, they're just chilling. How good's the Maginot line? <laughs> Keeping us safe. 
Uh, people were selling merch. Oh, yeah. You know, you got your Maginot line T-shirts. sure. Your little miniature Maginot line. Got, got, gonna, gotta go see the Maginot line. Should we go do the Maginot yeah. line tour, kids? Oh, for sure. Let's go walk along the Maginot line. Let's keep it as safe since 1932. <laughs> And Nothing you, bad's gonna happen. And you, like, and you could go and you could like spray paint anti like like anti German taunts. Yeah, like, go home Germans and stuff <laughs> like that. Like just to really sink the boot. Good in. luck. Good luck getting past this yeah. line. Yeah, <laughs> just putting up stop signs. Yeah, and stuff. Stop. Turn around. Wrong way. Go back. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun to be had for the French <laughs> yeah. tourists yeah. at the Maginot Line. It was almost. Would there, there. be many French tourists? At this Only, time? That was their main thing. Oh, that was all they did. I see. Yeah, because it was it was like war tourism. Yeah, they're like you felt like you were uh, supporting the war effort by yeah. touring the Maginot Line. Yeah, putting up some um, anti-German propaganda and for the Yolos, you know, and just an- admiring the concrete structures. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, why wouldn't you go? Because they're not going to come. It's the safest place in France. <laughs> no, yeah, safest spot right there on the German border. Yeah, can't go wrong. <laughs> um, and so that's what they're thinking. They're dancing. They're drinking. They they kick on through the night, and the wedding is a huge success. Yeah. Um, uh, and the first sort of few weeks of their of their marriage is a delight. Their honeymoon. Yeah. They're still they're ignoring the war. Yeah. They're going. We can keep the party going. If if they can do anything, <gasps> pictures. Yeah, pictures are no good for a podcast. No. I've learnt that many times in the past. <laughs> but we have reached. Is there a picture of Henri? Um, there probably is somewhere. Uh, I'll show you later when we're not okay. on the podcast. That's all right. Because as I've said, <laughs> pictures are no good for a podcast. Um. So the wedding's going along, they're still having a good time, but then just before Christmas Uh-oh. of 1939, so they've been married a, uh, just they like got almost 30th. a couple of months, yeah. a month and a half or something. No, 30th of November. Oh, so less than a month. Yeah. So they've only been together a couple of weeks. Uh, and then Henri received papers advising yep. him that he would soon be required to present himself for service in the French army. And Nancy's like, where's mine? Um, and she's like, well, I'd love to help. <laughs> um, and so he's like, back in the day, there was no like, oh, I don't want to go. It's more like, well, I've got yep. my papers. Yep. I'm off to war. Yep. Um, but not to be outdone, Nancy made Henri promise that when hostilities truly began, he would provide her with a truck which she could use as an ambulance to ferry the French wounded. Ooh. And maybe she could make the experience of her mudgy nursing days yeah. uh, worth something in this life after all. There so she's go. like, if you're going off to war, sort me out with a truck. Yeah. And I'll just be Nancy Wake bloody ambulance driver yeah. and I'll be doing some good. Yeah. Not, not making tea in the cafeteria. Oh, you, I'm out there. You bet no. Driving the wild roads. Of the war-torn France. Oh, you already know. Um, and so she's ready. She's like, you've got a job? I'll have a job. Get yep. me a truck. <laughs> Can I get a truck? Where is my truck, Henri? Where me truck at? <laughs> you promised me a truck. They'd have like real like um, just the, le- the week leading up to him leaving. Yeah. Uh, they were trying to have a nice time. He's like, I'm, so I'm going to miss you, Nancy. <laughs> she's like, where's uh, my truck though? Where's my truck, bro? Yeah. I will get you the truck. <laughs> yeah. I will get you the truck, my darling. <laughs> you said that yesterday, Henri, and yet still no I, truck. I ain't seeing a truck. I'm looking around, Henri. Yeah. I'm looking around. I go around. out every day to the driveway. I see our car. But no truck. No room for wounded wounded souls <laughs> in the car, Henri. Oh, you're about to go off to war and, and, and get your war on. Where's me truck? He's like, Nancy, can we just uh, – so maybe we uh, we just relax for the evening. We drink some martinis, <laughs> have some of this 
non-alcoholic bunch. You know what I'm saying? Michelin already drinked it, Henri. <laughs> I'm not in the mood for drinking, Henri. And uh, you know what would make me in the mood for drinking? A bloody truck. <laughs> make it happen, Henri. You're all talk. And he's like, oh, I really should have gotten a truck. <laughs> this is making my last few days at this wedding home. I was really tense. It's like trying to record a podcast on a Monday evening <laughs> after eating some pasta. Just really tense. But where's um, the truck? Um, I'm pretty sure. He, but look, I'm confident that he's going to organize a truck. Okay. Uh, and then, so Henri's getting himself organized. He hasn't been called up yet. He's just getting organized. They yeah. send him like a, they send him a uniform. Uh, and that'd be, that'd be exciting. Yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, dressing up's fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of tension when it's to go off to war. Sure. That hangs over your head. But I mean, the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, look, it wasn't until March. It wasn't until March that Henri and Nancy finally had to say their tearful goodbye. Uh, and by then, guess what? He'd organise a truck. Oh, uh, he would. Uh, farewell. It was probably on the final night. Yeah. Farewell, Nancy. Where's will my you, truck? Will you kiss me goodbye? <laughs> Not until you get me a truck, Henri. I've said this for the last three months. <laughs> uh, why don't you close your eyes, Nancy, and go out into the front yard and open your eyes. It's a truck. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> so she's stoked. I had a lovely yeah. final evening. Uh, and so he's off. Yeah. He's off. He's off to war. It yeah. hasn't, Germany hasn't invaded yet. So she's got the truck. She's, she's getting ready. <laughs> she's got the, she's bro- going around town in the yeah, truck. Yeah, she's just like hooning around, probably, <laughs> probably delivering pizzas. Yeah. Uh, doing whatever she wants. No, delivering for Scabby, surely. Oh, yeah. Scabby <laughs> home delivery. She's like the very first Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Nancy, call Nancy Eats. Um, and Nancy Eats. And so she's like... I'm ready to go as soon as Germany as soon as the Germans invade. As soon as Germany needs me. <laughs> yeah. No, as soon as Germany the Germans invade France, I'm ready. And she didn't have to wait long. Oh. Uh, because from April of nineteen forty Here come the Germans. The powerful German war machine rolled all but unchallenged through Ooh. Denmark, then oh. through Norway. Then through Luxembourg. There's, there's Norway. They got through Norway. <laughs> then through the Netherlands. Oh. They came right through Belgium <laughs> and Nancy, like the rest of France, followed the battle closely, um, devouring the morning newspapers. They're like, Germany's on the move. And yeah. they are basically making their way here, not not the way we were thinking. No. We've set up our awesome defences along the German border. Yeah. But they're coming around through the side door. Quick, quick run. <laughs> Bel- Belgium's meant to be like a buffer zone between yeah. us and trouble, but Belgium's like given... No trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Germans are coming. Um, the Maginot line, don't stretch that far. And so when they realise that Belgium's uh, wide open, yeah, uh, the, the, they start to try to extend the Maginot line oh. onto that Belgium border as mm. well. But, it's, I mean, the, the, the concrete industries wasn't prepared no. for this late-minute late call-up. No. And it's slow going. Yeah. Um, and so... They're getting a bit worried. They're going, is the Maginot line going to cover us? There is like a what they feel like is a fairly impenetrable forest along that border as well. Oh, I see. Um, And they figure, look, we only have to build the Maginot line up to the edge of the forest. There's no way the Germans can come through the forest. That's a bit dumb. Can't drive a truck through there. Can't drive a tank through there. (laughs) The forest, that forest is a wall. It's nature's Maginot line. It's nature's wall. (laughs) <laughs> so we'll build up to the to the to nature's wall and we'll be safe. Yeah. And everyone's like, 
you know what? They're right. We will be safe. <laughs> Sucked in once more, Germans. <laughs> the trees are a wall that you will never conquer. <laughs> Um, come on, kids, let's go see the forest. <laughs> the Maginot Forest. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, look, that's where they're at. They're feeling like we've done all we can do. Yeah. The Germans are coming, but we're ready. Yeah. Uh, I've, Nancy's got a truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's ready. Yeah. The, the French have some concrete and a forest. Yeah. So they feel ready. They're, oh, man, they're set. Uh, and I think that's, look, that's all the time we have. We've... We've pushed it. I've given you as much uh, history as I can. I can see you're fading. It's Monday night. Uh, I'm chilling, bro. Yeah, you're almost too chill. Oh, am I? <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, no, it's, it's, this look, is some of my best work. How go- dare you? We've been going for 28 minutes. So exactly. It feels, man, it feels like yeah. 10. You were just giving me those wrap it up vibes and rightly Was so. I? Rightly, yeah, you were like, well, wrap it up, dad. No, I wasn't. You're like, wrap it up, bro. You, you do. Get me a truck. <laughs> I, I'm feeling very attacked right now. Oh, I've, I brought nothing but zingers onto this podcast. <laughs> maximum zing. Yeah. No, look, I wasn't saying you weren't delivering. All I'm saying is you were giving me like it's uh, – All right, if you say so. It's time to wrap it up. And I'm saying you're, you're – Yeah, you, you think it's time to wrap up. I you, Now you're trying to put that on me, huh? Well, no, I'm just saying – Yeah, it, I'm it, just saying I forgive you. It's literally time to wrap up. I know, but you'll say you're giving me wrap-up vibes. Anyway, I forgive you. <laughs> I'm saying you're right. I'm saying you're right. Never record on a Monday. Never record on a Monday. Look, note to self. There's always that one podcast that's a bit. The awkward one where we learn valuable lessons. We're like, oh, (laughs) jeez. Jeez, I was trying to be nice. I was saying you've got a real good sense when half an hour is nearly Oh, up. okay, well. And all of a sudden, jeez, I've, <laughs> I've failed in parenting. I've got to take a good long hard look at myself. <laughs> Just got to frame things better. Don't frame your compliments as an attack. That's my yeah. note to self. All right, I reckon. <laughs> Don't frame compliments as some backhanded attack <laughs> on people. You know what? That's good advice. That's good that advice. you gave yourself, yeah? Yeah, I've learned. I've learned That's a valuable lesson through, you, through the turmoil. Um, I've grown as a person. Do you have a lesson for me? Um, just be better. Okay, I'll take that on board. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, maybe don't lead with scissors when you're playing scissors, rock, paper against me because I, I will dominate you. I was you. literally going to do paper <laughs> and then the last second I chose scissors. <gasps> Uh, well, look, this could be an ongoing thing. At the moment, as we know, um, one nil up in the ultimate battle of scissors, rock, paper. Bruh. Who will ultimately triumph as this podcast continues? Uh, the Yonky Doodlers can keep score, um, and so will Millie because she will want to know who's winning. Oh, I 100%. will hundred percent keep score. <laughs> Bro, if you know me, um, look. So find out. What's going to happen to the very confident France uh, who feel oh, like they Oh, I thought you were going to say what's going to happen to the truck. I was leading. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to, yeah. Okay, so okay, keep this, going. Sorry, here's, sorry, sorry. Here's, here's where I was heading. Okay. So uh, let's find out in coming episodes what's going to happen to uh, the very confident France yeah. at this stage. What's going to happen to Nancy and her truck? <laughs> what's going to happen to Henri and his fancy new uniform? <laughs> what's going to happen to me and Millie as we battle endlessly for... Scissors, rock, paper, What's supremacy. What's going to happen to Michelle Lynn because she's now an alcoholic? Yes. What's going to happen to Henri's brother and – not brother, dad and sister because they're also now alcoholics yep. as well. Yep. There's a lot going on at this, the definitely yeah. halfway mark of season two. It is – if it is though, yeah, imagine. imagine. Yeah. You'll be subconsciously steering us towards like – Oh, just, no, I don't think I could do that. I'll be like, oh, well, we're almost finished. It'll be like episode 33. 30, 
three and he'd be like, oh, no, we've got more to talk about. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. got at least one. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> oh, because 34 would be the wrap, 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 oh, wrap up. That yeah. would be perfect. So yeah. my, my example was real dumb. Yeah, that's all right. Next time. Um, uh, yes. So hopefully uh, we'll have answers to all these questions in the second half of season two <laughs> of Yonks Ago. Yonks ago.